the tribal council has spoken. Commission Reviews is doing Survivor! All right, all right, all right, all right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. The premiere of Survivor 43. Seeing the rafts, everybody come down so we can get introduced to the new cast, right? We saw Ryan, his story was so powerful, saying that he was told he was, well, not his mom was told that he was going to never be able to walk. I never say your name wrong, Nakia. Nika, grew up in Nigeria. Noelle, her story was crazy with her leg and being in the Olympics and being able to run even though she lost her leg. There's a lot of different um, promising people coming on here that um, I really, really like Mariah with all the colors. Of course, she's a teacher, so, and my family has teachers in my family. Shout out to my sister. And so I really um, like Mariah a lot. Okay. Um, it's something that was already in the tribe, so separated, in my opinion. Okay. Um, the, the people, each person kind of spoke a little bit about, you know, their past, talking to Jeff. About the dream, family being connected, family watching, kind of some stuff like with Jasmine, Big Brother, how her dad watched with her and all this stuff. So the first challenge of the season, first challenge of the season, the tribes, they had two players retrieve heavy crates while two others, no, let me turn this down. While two, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, heavy crates. While two others went into the water to pull the boat, and the other two players had to stack the crates to form a cube in order to retrieve um, a flint from the pole. The first ones to grab it would win the rewards, the pots, the machete, and the flint. The one who lost, they would head to the camp, you know, and then another challenge was there for them to earn some supplies. The Baca tribe, the Yellow tribe, the Red Vessi tribe, and the first, um, they finished first. Like in the, the, the stages, right? The second, the other player had to go to the water. Vessi got the lead when it got to the other stage, but the teams, you know, easily got that easily all together on the third stage. James and Lindsay. Where they were the first ones to climb their box. Lindsay had a rough time getting the flint. Okay. Uh, Dwight on Vessi got up, got some, helped out Lindsay, and then used, you know, telling them to put the pole, the key inside it, and were able to slide it. And they got it. It was pretty cool. But I was like, how do you get this dog on key down? Anyway, uh, at the Vessi camp, Cody. Was you know was excited and was hyped, and they always tell the stories and everything you know the normal stuff, right? And Baka and Coco uh, at their camps, they kind of made a decision, um, you know, between the savvy and sweat, 
savvy is to do the brain teaser, which was I was struggling with that. I was trying to figure out myself from home. And um, in the SWIFT task, better be separated and do like this real physical thing. Baka Sammy was, they really wanted to sweat, but Owen wanted to not do it. You know, like then they said to win together or to lose together on the savvy. You have four hours and two temps to move these bones, chicken bones, and the set of numbers to rearrange them to the largest number. Okay, at Coco, Ryan was, you know, he wanted to do the sweat, but James did not want to do that. He felt like he was kind of weak before. So Gio was like, offered to do the sweat with him. Ryan and Gio, they had four hours to dig in a square to find their supplies. After they got the plan together to use the grid, you know, Ryan described uh, being born with the cerebral palsy, you know, with, the, with speech and walking challenges that he had as a child. But, you know, fighting through that, it made him be more resilient, think about things. The plan that helped him discover that what he did to find supplies only took him 30 minutes, and they had like four hours. At Baca, Sammy was, you know, not really too happy that they didn't choose sweat. He had planned, uh, you know, going there and wanting people to think that he was this, that, and the third. He wanted to show how strong he actually was. Because he wanted everybody to know that he was smart. Puzzles and stuff like that. But he also wanted to make sure they was good. So he had no other choice. So he showed them how to take those bones and fix the numbers. He walked over and just easily did it. And it actually worked. The strategy worked. Then he lied and told me he was 22 years old. I think he's like 19. So you figured up there learning and figured out that the uh, getting an alliance, you know, early in the game, I guess it kind of, I'm not really a survivor, so I'm learning this, but I guess in any kind of game. So Cody, Nika, and Jesse, that's a group of three. They are, you know, worried about the girls, Noel and Justine. Justine is a salesperson. Um, of course, Cody's talking crap about it. Oh, she's a salesperson, but Cody, um, aren't you a salesperson? Um, <laughs> wait a minute, aren't you a salesperson too? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Wait a minute, hold up, bro. <laughs> Real talk, okay. So, anyway, Jesse talked to Justine, and, really, you know, he was like, okay, I could also have a live with, with the two girls, too. So, he got a choice. He's like, well, who do I choose? I said, you choose both. You're going to survive? You choose both. Okay? Let me get my water. I am so thirsty. Okay? All right. I feel like I'm a survivor. It's hot. <laughs> I got the fan because I wish you guys can hear me. <laughs> so, Owen was tired, okay, exhausted, ready to, you know, start doing this, moving around, being strategic, whatever. Um, he kept struggling trying to talk to everybody. He really was trying to be connected to people. The game is also important. 
Owen, Owen, he didn't really catch on. Ellie kind of, you know, you know, when she opened up about her sister, that was a bond. uh, uh, Mariah and Janine, the three of them could be strong together. And I was looking at it like, okay, I can see it. I can see the three women coming through. A lot of lines were forming early, I would say. And I kept on saying, this is going to crumble fast. This is the first day. And I guess because you are on Survivor, and it's almost like drop the cards where they're laid, and hopefully they're matching. You know? Because you don't really know. Okay, so with Coco. Cassidy had this plan of being like, you know, sneaky. Uh, he said, women can't get away with like men can of being sneaky. First of all, what planet are you on? Because that is not true. We are very, very sneaky and can do it without paying attention. Okay. So, like, I'm not saying he, I'm sorry. Cassidy, she was like, I'm going to sit back and chill and watch and be quiet because everybody's going to be talking and making a lot of noise. I think it's smart too. So, Lindsay, Cassidy, Carla, they have this another alliance and they wanted James to be the other person. So, Sammy was trying to get the fire together and got the fire together quickly. They say quickly, but I think she kind of struggled with the fire. Uh, Baca, he is like almost 20 years older than the people in the tribe. But I think that doesn't mean anything. He also shows himself in here. I think that doesn't matter that he's older. I think that wisdom could also come in handy in this this season. Coco. Carla, Gio. Well, of course, because they are part of the community. They bonded over that. Um, talking about what it's like, you know, to represent in their identity. <sighs> they could be a really good alliance there. I see that. Uh, Carla also was talking about being in lines with Ryan, even though her lines with Lindsay, Cassidy, and James. Carla is she's also shocked as well about having who do I choose? Who do I choose? I would like to have that kind of power. Like who would I choose? So Jesse is trying to represent, you know, any. Any kids at home. His story is also crazy when he talked about the tattoo, the three dots in his eye. And then he spoke about his youth, how he, you know, honestly was in trouble a lot. He was in trouble a lot and he got into it, got put in jail, and he was in a game. And how he changed his life around. I think I loved his story the best. And being in juvenile hall and then earning a PhD after studying at Berkeley at Duke, I was like, damn. Justine wanted to show, you know, girls can be tomboys, can come in and do these things and kick butt. I get it. Of course, uh, starting a fire <laughs> when the men couldn't even keep the shelter together. That's like a fail down and also the fire goes poof. She's trying to get the fire going that whole time. And then the men's like, we got a shelter. Then the roof collapses and all of a sudden we have fire. I said, I can't. Leave it to the women to take care of everybody because the men are struggling. So, Bo comes to the shore for the beaches for each one of them and the notes. 
asking each tribe, you know, to select per, a person to go for one clue. And they would come back at the end of the day. So Coco did like a random pick. <clears throat> so Carla went. Baga did a random draw. Gabbler. Bessie was the only one that did a volunteer, which is Dwight. So Carla, Gabbler, and uh, sorry. So Carla, Gabbler, and Dwight. They went and they had, you know, went to this through water, like a giant rock, and to go through all this moss and different things. And they get to a rock with three bags on the table. A one, two, and a three. There are instructions. They have to decide if they are risk their vote for a chance at an advantage or play it safe by taking, you know, no risk. Only one of them would earn an advantage and the other two will lose their vote at the next tribal councilor. Anyone that chooses to risk draws one of the three packages to see if they can get an advantage. They all have to make like the decisions, you know, secretly go in the corner, like look at it. Dwight and Gabbler both risk. Carla Carl didn't do it. That meant, you know, Gabbler and Dwight would have to look at the, the bag and see who won. Carla was so happy. Now, if I was Carla, I'd be happy too. I'm like, I ain't got that pressure or nothing. Now, the other two got to risk. They're going to risk their votes. So Dwight thought, the best thing is, I'm just going to tell it. You know, so they come back, they don't say anything. But Dwight, you know, uh, tell the truth. And hopefully, you know, Cody didn't trust the story. I said, Cody, oh my God, he's actually telling the truth. So, Gabler also, and I like the honesty part of this. I like the honesty part of telling the tribe instead of keeping it to yourself. Tell them what it is. So Gabler obviously got excited, opened his, and he actually, his risk was worth it. Dwight found out he can't vote. So at the immunity challenge, the tribe state was running through these obstacles and they need to lift each other up over the balance beam. Let me tell you something. I saw them work together. Coco was so smart. Um, James had helped everybody get over so fast. Soon as he soon as they got oh, he got over, he said, Okay, they climbed over him. It was going quickly, it was everything. Then when it was time for James to get over it, why in the world? James was struggling. And then <laughs> okay. Ryan jumped back down, lifted James up, and his pants was falling down. They had to go through the mud to I say, put it your child pants up. Even Ryan got to the top and said, put your pants up. I was dying. <laughs> so Coco was in the lead. After the puzzle, Vessi come behind him, and Baca was last. Coco's puzzle was, uh, I guess it was like a maze. Vessi was like a straight shot, because they had three balls to get in the little holes. Baca, you know, and uh, Ryan and Lindsay, uh, Coco, they managed to get all three balls locked. Before all the other tribes, Sammy and Gabbler, which I am surprised by the votes. We're going to get into that a little bit because they struggled. They argued and everything. I knew they were going to win. So Noel and Jesse um, got their balls in. Sammy told Gabbler, stop fighting with him. It was just a mess. 
So this led the third ball and the second meeting idol, which, you know, sent Ibaka into the first tribal counselor. I was like, well, hmm. So Gabler um, all of a sudden says, we lost because of me. Um, I think that I should be the one. Da, da, da. I'm like, you just want immunity. What are you talking about? I'll take a shot in the dark. I didn't understand that play at all. It didn't make any sense. And then all of a sudden, his, his uh, tribe was all shocked. He was like, no, 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 we can't lose you, and blah, blah, blah. But then they started talking about Mariah. All right, let's just get to it. Why was Mariah the choice? I don't understand. Ellie was trying to, you know, get Jenny be on the side, saying his strength. To Mariah, I don't understand any of this. Owen was talking the least. Mariah was trying really hard to work to make sure she stayed. She had no idea, once again, the black girl was going home. When Gabler, even though he had immunity, arguing, them losing... So he didn't use, he didn't have to even use his idol. The votes were Mariah on Mariah, Mariah, Mariah. Mariah went home. So Ellie and Janine, that was trash. So the next survivor is supposed to be some real big storm coming. Wait a minute, I got that too low. Hold on. Is that loud? Might be a little too loud. Carla plays in the middle of the alliances, and Cody's tribe puts him as the first target. I'm going to tell you right now, I think that this is a good show. Yes! Let's go! This is my first time really, 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 really just watching a full, really full episode and getting into it and recapping it here. This is my first time. A full, full, full getting down to it, taking notes, the whole thing. So, I'll see you guys next time.